0: Welcome to The Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of The Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about how your team responds in a crisis with the help of special guests. Don Brees, and Alex Paich of Rosie on the House Remodeling in Scottsdale, Arizona. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host, Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show.
1: Once again, everybody, I'm Tim Fowler, and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. All of us have heard or maybe even used the expression, uh, if I get hit by a bus or if someone so gets hit by a bus, meaning what would you do If someone just disappeared from the scene very quickly, what would the company do? What would you do? How would we survive that situation? Well, I'm lobbying for a change in the expression. So I really want to hear what would happen if Tim hits the lottery? In other words, the same effect occurs. I'm out the scene. I'm gone. I'm out of there if I hit the lottery. But I guess it's old habits die hard, so we'll have to stay with if you get hit by a bus. The same effect, in an instant, things change. The good news is that it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. And what we're talking about right today is what do you do when that happens? And the other thing I was thinking was a lot of businesses are getting older they're maturing as businesses and business owners the ones that typically kind of keep it all in check and make it all flow are aging and the possibility of health issues increases obviously as we age as some of you may have heard in a recent episode with the clients that we had on from Scottsdale Arizona they referred to the company that was working on their home and during that project and As near as I can figure, it must have been two or three weeks in. The owner of the remodeling company was involved in an accident, which put him out of the day-to-day participation for a significant period of time. It was the kind of accident where the shift was instantaneous. There was no, oh, by the way, if something were to happen to me, this is what we ought to do. It was Wednesday morning, he was engaged in the business of the company, Wednesday night totally out of it. And so, how does a business survive? How how do they negotiate the loss of a leader? And not only that, but how do they just go through the emotional trauma? I'm I'm almost crying here talking about it like this. How do we get through that situation that's a, surrounding the emotional loss on a team of this nature. So Steve and I got done with the podcast and we talked for a few minutes. And, you know, I said, we both said, we got to have Don and Alex on and just have this conversation because this is such a, a rare opportunity for us to maybe help some companies prepare for something like this, as well as what do they do when it happens, or if it happens? So I shot an email out to Don and Alex and uh, asked them if they'd agree to come on, and uh, they agreed to. And I suspect uh, we're going to learn some things that uh, maybe we didn't know before, and and maybe if we can just help one company today, that's going to be great.
0: Your thoughts, Steve? Yeah, I'm really excited for this episode, Tim. Just because after that podcast, you know, knowing the situation and and how that project was. You know how they saw that through. I think this is going to be so helpful for both employees and owners out there because for me as a former owner, this caused me a ton of anxiety, uh, sleepless nights, just you know, playing the scenario in my head. And I I know that many people do think about this. So uh, without further ado, Don Breeze came to work for Rosie on the House Remodeling in 2016 as the remodeling project manager and now as a production manager. An Arizona native. Don worked for Rosie for the first time back in 1993 before venturing out to start his own remodeling, paint, and drywall company. He is working with 37 years of construction and remodeling experience under his belt. Alex Paich started working with Rosie on the house remodeling in 2017 and has 18 years of planning, real estate development, and construction experience originally from croatia he grew up in vienna austria and worked on residential developments and projects throughout europe he has a passion for sustainable building architecture and new technologies in building design and project management welcome to the show don and alex
1: thank you very much hello thank you
0: thanks for having us on it's good to
1: be hey okay so this can be a a tough topic obviously we want to approach it in a real positive way and just kind of figure out like, what did you guys do? So in a nutshell, just tell us, tell us what happened and, uh, kind of set the stage for us about the rest of the conversation. So
2: as you're aware, um, that particular morning we had, some of us had gathered, uh, after, uh, our round table and, uh, we were, uh, Enjoying some recreation time and, uh, and uh, had the accident happen. And um, as you mentioned, uh, everything just dynamically changed in a matter of uh, just a few hours about company operations and, and uh, Rosie's part in, in uh, what he uh, does on a day-to-day um, uh, role in position as owner and, and really our lead salesman. So uh lots of things that we had to uh, very quickly pull together and uh, and that was uh, um, uh, just had really kind of an emotional and a hectic co- first couple of days there um, particularly emotionally to get through
3: we uh it was it was uh, it happened very quickly it was an accident out in the desert and uh, when, when that happened, I mean, we were supposed to be going on a uh, meeting that night um, to actually close on a job. Um, so it was really as if someone pulls a rug from underneath you. Uh, it went really quickly, and uh, you're now all of a sudden uh, aware of, uh, well, okay, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made, and uh, how do we keep this business running? So that was our goal and our, uh, our main objective for the next couple of days to figure that out.
1: So how many projects were in production and how many projects were in that sales pipeline that Rosie would have been uh, dealing with or responding to uh, if the accident hadn't occurred?
3: We had one large, one fairly large job uh, that was in the planning stages uh, and one large kitchen remodel. And uh, those are the guys that you guys were interviewing. Uh, that was about three weeks in, two and a half to three weeks in. And then there were a few, I would say, less than a handful of, uh, of handyman jobs going on that uh, basically were in various stages of uh, being finished. And uh, there were a few leads for quite some sizable uh, remodels uh, and some kitchens and some bathrooms that were basically just lined up for us to go and visit. So, yeah, we were
1: we were really in the thick of things. So what happened to that project that you were supposed to actually close on that night?
3: Well, I immediately had to uh, get, a, get a hold of the owner of, uh, of that house and to try to, to ask him, look, this is going to be, uh, something happened. We are not going to be able to make it. And uh, it is going to take us another couple of weeks to basically to get our, um, you know, to get everything back together, to come out and, and see. And he was very understanding. And in fact, we are, um, and we're dealing with him right now, which is six months after the accident. Um, so right now we are very close to being able to um, to give him some good numbers on on, uh, on his remodel. So luckily did not abandon us.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So, so I guess one of the things I'm kind of interested in as we look at this is how was the company set up that allowed it, to ba- I mean, I'm sure there were some skipped beats in there. There were a few things that obviously didn't go exactly like you wanted them to do, but you guys survived and you guys have pulled out of this. So what do you think was kind of key to the way the company was set up to allow this to happen?
3: I think that's... Um- mainly due to our uh, owners to Rosie's uh, mindset about who he hires and when he hires. Uh, So he always wants um, to hire self-reliant people who are very entrepreneurial, so to say in their spirit, because when you do, I guess that, you know, you're not having uh, people who are just standing or stopping dead in their tracks and not knowing what to do next, but people who are thinking like the owner is thinking, right? So we're all aligned in our mindset. We know what needs to be done. Uh, we know what our, uh, what our values are. Uh, and most importantly, how we like to deal with our clients. And uh, so we just picked it up from there, uh, seeing his vision through um, and uh, tried as best as we possibly could um, to, to stay on track and knowing that even if we made some wrong decisions along the way it is justified because we were uh, this is what we dealt with uh, the vision so to say and you know some uh, interpreted one way some the other and uh, I I think Rosie uh, has been okay with all the decisions that we had made because it was all for the good of the company. Yeah and I think one of the things that we did initially
2: um, uh, there was a couple of days where uh, we basically for all intents and purposes just stayed kind of on task but uh, within, uh, within a couple, three days, we got the management team together and we uh, just went through a discussion and assessment process about how we were going to proceed in Rosie's absence and, um, and just made some determinations that we were going to use a, a kind of a collective uh, steering, if you will, and, uh, in decision making and in moving forward. Um, set priorities uh, that went to our values and the things that we were already operating in reinforced that um, and and just kind of almost uh, operated off of collective uh, management uh, steering through the through the course of that
1: yeah it's really interesting because um, you guys are probably not aware of this conversation but probably two years ago rosie and I were on the phone and he was going to get, both of you involved in the Remodeler's Advantage Production Manager Roundtable. And one of the comments he made was that I want to send both of them because, and he specifically referring to Alex, he said, because I think Alex will be running my company someday. And it was kind of prophetic uh, in, in that sense. But I was impressed with the fact that here was a business owner who was thinking long term enough to bring somebody in get them trained get them a comp- you know into the business in a organized way and i know rosie didn't think it would be two years but uh he probably thought it would be longer than that but at least he was thinking proactively that way and I, that was that was one of the things that went through my mind as i was experiencing this with you guys was just that I think Rosie was thinking in a way that he didn't didn't want to run the company for the you know forever and so he had to bring people in that would start running it for him so that he could enjoy his life uh outside of the business
3: that is uh, a very uh, I think a very accurate assessment he's always striving to have the uh, the best possible people in place, and I'm not <laughs> referring to myself here, I'm referring to, to Don. <laughs> 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 but uh, I, I, it's, it's been known throughout uh, his his uh, speaking, uh, you know, to modelers' advantage and the different the uh, different uh, things groups that he had led is that um, he always strives to hire the people that he thinks are, are the best for um, for the positions, so to say, and, uh, and then basically just try to fit him into. Into incorporate them into the idea of, uh, of of the company and into the company, and I think that's what basically got us so close together from the very get go, all of us as a team, that uh, we had this natural sense of um, of pull. Okay, now we now we need to step up, and um, and it was just natural to do that. It was not a thing of well, you know do we or do we not it was just it was supposed to happen right so <laughs> yeah so
2: even to extrapolate off that a little bit tim even the resource that is ra and and in um, particularly in you and tom mitchell um knowing that because uh, you guys offered your support and your expertise and your experiences along the along the, those initial days and and that was something that we very much valued, as you know, and, um, and that was very helpful to have that as a resource speaking to Rosie's vision about, you know, just keeping us tied in with uh, with, with good people uh, who could help in circumstances such as this in an offering. Uh, uh, that was very valuable to us as well.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a, that's a really crucial thing. And obviously, we enjoy Remodelers Advantage, but having Outside support sounds like it was just an incredibly uh, advantageous thing to have in this situation, as opposed to being like many, many remodeling companies. It's like I'm an island. I don't I don't have that outside support. And it just feels like that was a, a crucial thing for you. So one's never an island in this business. So. <laughs> so so what kind of adjustments were made? I mean, you mentioned that the, it was kind of like, uh, you know, just back to business for a couple of days to kind of catch your bearing. And then what kind of adjustments were made uh, at that point when you finally realized Rosie wasn't going to bounce back in a week or two?
3: Well, it took us, like I said, it took us a, a little bit to realize that it's not going to be a, uh, a short-lived thing and he's going to be back in a matter of weeks. So what we took on ourselves is to say, well, we're preparing for this as if he, let's say, were to retire, just as an example, right? So how would we run this? And uh, right. we got the team together, um, all, of, all of our guys, and uh, we sat together and said, look, whatever needs to be decided from now on and until Rosie's back is going to be decided as a team. Um, and then on top of that, we also encouraged our, our trade partners uh, to, to say, well, you know, you guys are a part of the team as well. We need everyone's assistance in this, in this hour and, you know, in, in these weeks. So let's, let's all work together towards the common, towards the goal that, that is, you know, the client satisfaction um, and, uh, and being on time and on budget, and uh, that was basically our directive. So this, this, these were the adjustments that were made, is trying try to get everyone involved and get everyone in the same team and say, okay, we need to pull this through um, to the best of you know of our possibilities here. Yeah, and I'd also
2: add to that too. One of the one of the uh, very early, you know, within again just a few days, um, and very necessary component to this was that Jennifer, uh, Rosie's wife, um, injected herself in as ownership and supported us and affirmed uh, in, in uh, what we were doing and how we were about to proceed and just 100% supportive. And even in the midst of all that was going on for her, um, she, she took the time uh, knowing, realizing that it was necessary and and just so helpful to just reinforce that uh, with us and and just to go forward uh, according to the visions and the and the um, just the the procedures and the things that we value and just to continue in motion in that and giving us full authority to operate that way was was something that was very impactful and, and
1: uh,
2: incredibly helpful for us.
1: So just. Let me follow up a little bit, Alex. Um, So, did you kind of take the reins? Because I I know in a group environment, it seems like somebody has to be in charge. So, did you kind of step into that role and say, you know, I know, I know, you wanted consensus and get the group, but somebody has to say, okay, here's where we're going. Or did did Jennifer play that role, or or did anybody play that role? Maybe. I think. In a way,
3: yes, um, I did because uh, I had a lot of time with Rosie to to discuss about you know sales and future projects and so on. And um, I was I was sure that you know if 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 I was just to go ahead and uh, to say well okay let's organize this a little bit better then it's going to be decided as a team. But yeah, I took it on myself to start and. Um, and organize a few things uh, around Rosie's absence, um, but like I said, all the decisions were uh, were basically made by a team later on. So I was just the, the facilitator, if you will. <laughs> we also have another key um, person
2: in uh, Stan, who's been uh, early on in the, the um, just the um, beginning of this new remodel endeavor um, in company for Rosie. Who had been uh, the sole employee, and and as uh, I was onboarded and Alex was onboarded, and and the rest of the fellows, um, he's he's been the general manager, and he's um, been trying to retire uh, through through some of this process here. But he uh, he he is very valuable, and 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 knew uh, that he needed to re-inject himself in. Um, in daily operations as a, just a supportive help in the way that uh, uh, that he can do with his experiences and his relationship with rosie which was very um valuable to us all yeah. and i think particularly helped alex in in just kind of moving and being actionable in that way uh in in uh, in that role so that was a tremendous help as well
0: Absolutely. So in the podcast where we talked to your clients, I was just so blown away with the with how the way they described it with things just continued to move on as as it normally would and uh, as was planned. So, um you know, it would be acceptable if you guys had said, "Hey, let's take 2 weeks off, let's take a month off and get our bearings because it was traumatic." But were there scenarios or played out or discussions that took place beforehand where you had a checklist that was in place or was all of this kind of done at that table, that meeting after the accident?
3: Well, for the production, and we, we do have all of these things figured out in, the, in terms of schedule and budgeting and uh, we know what's going on on the jobs. So we knew that after the accident happened, that uh, we would be basically able to, to jump right back in, into it. Um, we did, however, uh, take off i think a day yeah i believe there was
2: one one day that uh uh was uh disruptive
3: or um it fell out of the schedule that uh that was it and we caught we caught that one
2: yeah day caught out. it back <laughs> up yeah and and i think that was probably you know for us what was one of the biggest things in in just perspective in moving forward was um the clients probably would have been more than gracious enough and understanding enough to be able to allow us a period of time, um, perhaps, uh, in schedule. Uh, but that was not an option from us. And that, that goes a little more again to just Rosie, the company and all the personnel and what we value and what we strive for. And because everything was essentially in place in that active project, um, uh, that was not an option that we really even visited or considered. It was just something that we, this, this is the way Rosie would want it. Taking time off or disrupting the schedule of one of our clients is not something that he would have been or wanted to sacrifice due to the circumstances. And so that was one of the things that we felt like would be most supportive and, and even honoring, if you will, um, as we were uh, proceeding in those, in those first days. Not to incredible. have that, that
1: schedule. Yeah, now I seem to remember the clients had prepackaged a bunch of food. So you might have been in trouble if you'd have gone much longer than a, <laughs> uh, a couple of days because their prepackaged food would have <laughs> run out. And then without a kitchen, you'd have been in deep trouble. I, I seem to remember that. Yeah. So I think looking backwards. OK, so, again, we're trying to help people understand, like, what can you do? If something like this happens, and we're getting lots of really good, good stuff here, but as you look back on it, think a little bit about what happened. Is there anything that you think you could recommend to other companies that would say, "Look, we it's we survived. Everything turned out okay. But if we had had this in place, it might have made it a little bit easier. Is there anything like that that you can think of that might have helped?
3: You know. Um, not much really other than to say, well, now understand why big companies say uh, we never travel in the same plane. Well, we're not going to be sitting foot in the same truck or car ever again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no more shared rides to job no, sites. No, no. no and more
0: two
3: like- or many management team in the same vehicle. Uh, the same it's, you know, thinking back of it, it, really this catches you by surprise so fast that there is not much really that you can do to, you know, to prepare for something like that. When it happens, is the best bet that you have is have I hired the right people? Uh, are they uh, in their minds and spirits aligned to our values enough that they will know instinctively what to do? And that's really all that you can do. I mean, I know that uh, the times that Rosie has been away, I, I bet that he had his own fair share of, uh, of anxiety about, you know, how this is going to turn out with, with us on the helm. But, you know, I think that relying on, and good people is, uh, I think, is key. And, and um, good people means good culture, and um, you know, the whole team, not just us in the office, but everyone, you know, our trades, and uh, all down to to the clients that we that we choose to work with. Right. It's also due to them. They could have said, well, you know, we have a we have a contract. You better finish in time. Um, you know, so. The, the clients when, the, when everything works together when you know when the clients are good and the team is good and the trades are good, then I think you have the uh, the biggest chance to to make that happen. If if something comes to comes to pass, which I don't hope for anyone that it would.
1: <laughs> so what about the legal side of this thing, like um, signing checks and and uh, like the power of attorney to run the business. Um, was it, were there any difficulties with that or how was it set up so that, you know, again, if, if something happens, the, the company can survive.
3: There's, uh, there are three people in the office here because we are also a, as you know, a radio, uh, show, so to say radio production company. Uh, so we're all under one roof and, uh, Rosie's wife, Jennifer, and uh, his son, Romy, uh, all signed the checks for both companies. So I guess that would be a good tip is have someone else who you trust who would who could step in to keep on signing. But, uh, yeah, we were, we were wondering about the same thing because we didn't know that at the time. But, uh, you know, Jennifer did step up and says, you know, whatever needs to be done, I'm going to be signing it. And uh, I think taking over uh, as, you know, his wife in the power of attorney, so to say, in, in, in this case, um, so he, he is, so I guess she gave us the, the pointers, uh, when it comes down to these administrative things that we did, were not involved in to this depth and extent so far. So yeah, yeah those though but really uh, any other legal issues, I don't think that we've ran through or we had anything that was immediately to be, uh, you know, to be, uh, taken care of that could not be taken care of by, uh, by Rose's wife.
1: Yeah. So I think that I guess I bring it up because I think that's one of the places where companies may get kind of caught short. And especially if uh, somebody is a younger business owner. In other words, the invincible American male at 40 years old, you know, hasn't thought about the fact that what happens to all of what I have if something like this happens to me? And so having power of attorney, I think, and like you said, having someone that they trust that can sign checks. And that's a real challenge because a lot of businesses have been embezzled by allowing other people to write checks. And so it's a a huge trust kind of thing for a business owner to go down that road. So how did you guys, I mean, I, uh, I knew I was engaged with you at this time and I knew you. I was there in Scottsdale when it all happened. How did you keep your emotions in check and keep on going? I just don't know I don't know if I could have done that. So I'm just kind of curious how it how it worked. And maybe this is a little too personal, but it just strikes me as something that's a it's a tough situation. So if, if you don't want to answer, you know just say pass and we'll go on. but I, I just feel like this is one of the toughest things that I would have had to gone through.
2: Well, for me, um, one it was it was not uh, uh, not squelching or squashing my emotions, but it, because it was an emotional time, and um, so you know I have people in my life that I that I uh, turn to in in moments of significant you know challenge and crisis, and and uh, so you know I reached out to them and and was able to know express my emotions and not uh, try to you know put them in a bag and just move on uh, which I think goes to keeping again kind of a, a healthier or a positive perspective and going forward um, and then I think as a team we just supported one another kept positive attitudes um, and uh, just reinforced with one another that that uh, we were in the process of you of, um, uh, being in action to the vision of Rosie and, uh, that, uh, we kind of visited, uh, frequently, uh, that Rosie would want us to do this. Rosie would want us to, to proceed in this way. And, um, it's part of that, uh, that team and that, that kind of legacy, if you will, that he, uh, just, you know, reinforced with us over and over. And, and that part of it made it, uh, uh, something that was a little more negotiable on the emotional plane as we were um, proceeding and, and keeping our project going and active and keeping the, the things in the pipeline um, going forward in a positive way. Um, and uh, but it was emotional, and and and, and it still is. I kind of want to get choked up right here about it. But uh, yeah. really, it just kind of came down to it was the, it was the most. Uh, honorable thing that, and uh, um, a positive thing that we could do to support the family and support one another was just to proceed as if uh, uh, as in the in the way Rosie would want. And right. That emotionally, that helped us all get through that.
3: Yeah. Okay. That's certainly not easy. I mean the. The, uh, the couple of weeks, there, there were a lot of emotions there. So when you're so close to someone, um, you know, our, our team, we really truly are like a family to each other. So it was uh, very hard to keep the emotions in check. Um, I don't think that any of us were really holding back um, because just getting it right out when you know you're in a safe place, um, you know, with, with the support of your family, both at home and at the office, was really the only way to deal with this because, you know, just bottling it up and carrying it with you—it's um, it, in a in a situation like this—is is not is not something that we would want it to do, or I I wouldn't want to, to work in an environment where I would have to bottle my emotions up when something like this happens. Yeah, yeah. recognize that that would be an inhibitor
2: or a detriment to what we're really trying to accomplish. Right
1: okay, wow I uh, uh, so we're gonna wind this up here and, and the only thing I can think is that it sounds to me like business should should plan on succession uh, they should be thinking about like, okay, how do I work myself out of a job by bringing in the right people and by you know actually, thinking about what would happen if something like this happens. And it seems like such a negative thing, but it feels like it's a pretty good idea. If you want the business to continue thoughts. I would say
2: I would just add, you know, something that also was key and central to our ability to get through that. move And I feel like is a very good way is that we share information um, on a daily basis. And so Things that may not necessarily have been relevant to Alex uh, or Stan's uh, function and roles within the company, um, we, we, they were aware of where production in the field was, what was going on, what the client's temperature was, where we were at the schedule. And so just a good, clear sharing of communication helped everybody understand right where we, right where we were sitting in that moment and what, where, what we needed to do um, as we proceeded going forward. And I think that was very helpful for us all as a
3: team. Yeah, and that's uh, one of these things to learn from. Rosie's definitely start with an end in mind. <laughs> so I think, you know, as, as you put something uh, towards towards your, your life goal, then you just kind of tend to, uh, to, to gather people around you who are buying into that vision, into your mission, and if those people aligned, then well, basically you have uh, some sort of a built-in succession planning almost in place. But yeah, it is definitely a very, very important thing um, to have, you know, to, to have in mind, okay, what if, um, even if that if never happens, uh, well, let's knock on wood that it never does for most people, but uh, right. you know, it's it's always good to, to have at least some sort of a backup plan in mind. And if for nothing else, then for one's own sanity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's incredibly commendable for what you guys were able to do. And I know today wasn't easy, but we just want to thank you for sharing. You've helped, yeah. you know, a lot of people down the road. So, um, you know, thank our, you very our, much, our best wishes and continued uh, health with, with Rosie and as you continue to forge on as a company. So thank you for being on the show it was today. A pleasure,
2: pleasure to be, be on.
0: Well, Tim, I didn't expect that to be as uh, emotionally taxing as it was, but it was what an incredible show. I just I can't thank uh, Don and Alex enough for sharing that. It's extremely helpful.
1: Yeah, this is the kind of thing that we don't like to talk about, and uh, but is so critical that we take a few minutes to to recognize that these kinds of things happen, and the better prepared we are. Uh, the better off things are going to go. And so I think a couple of key things, uh, getting the right people on your team. And I don't think it's by accident that Rosie had hired a couple of guys that were independent and could think without him telling them what to do all the time. Uh, So he was planning his retirement basically when he hired these guys or at least semi-retirement and it paid off really well in terms of, this particular event yeah it's a true testament
0: to rosie too that this entire process was able to be put in place by his team uh you know during the time he wasn't able to offer feedback but you know it, it has worked out so you know as alex just said you'd start with the end in mind
1: yeah in that, that's a fantastic quote right there i think think about what you want to achieve and I would say, too, that something we didn't talk about with the, with the guys, but I think it's really critical that business owners plan to charge enough money to put these next stages into place. Quite often, we are changing what we charge uh, last minute to try to pay for something as opposed to charging appropriately so we can have the right people on staff. So for a while, Rosie was paying – basically two people's salaries to do the same job before stan retired and moved out so he was grooming alex by charging enough money to pay both of them and then when stan moved out alex kind of started taking over and then stan had to come back in after the accident but Charging appropriately is really part of this equation as well.
0: Yeah, so important. Well, once again, we would like to thank Don Brees and Alex Page for joining us today. And we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler
1: Show. And remember, we're helping the bottom line through production training.
0: This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth?